Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Take a chance. You're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Vanishing Texter by Peter Dakutis. Performed by the Malvern Community Theater. I don't understand what's happening. I can't think. I know everything with Cindy was real. I feel like I'm losing it. I could see it all in my head. It started with the message she sent when she, when she friended me. Hey, I don't normally friend guys I don't know, but you seem like such a nice guy. I know I can trust you. This was right before we began our first year at college. When I looked at her profile, I knew she was the right kind of girl for me. I could tell that she was sweet, smart, funny, and God-fearing. So I accepted her request and wrote back that she could always trust me. You see, God was important to both of us. Cindy has signed a virginity pledge with her church group, and I had made a pledge to God and myself that I would remain a virgin until marriage. Yeah, I'm not ashamed to say I'm a virgin. That was one of the strongest things we shared. A commitment to remaining pure. That and ugh, putting up with the grief other people gave us about it, it just made us closer. We spent a lot of time chatting online and sending each other long emails, putting our hearts into them. We sent each other cards and little presents by snail mail. But we agreed we were going to take it slow. And Cindy was worth it. We didn't even talk on the phone until late September. She was very shy about it because of an issue with her vocal cords. When she was stressed, she wound up being hoarse. I know it's stressful being a freshman. I told her not to worry about it and started talking to her in a whisper, too. That made her feel a lot better. So we always talked in whispers. It was like our special way of communicating. But mostly we texted different times of the day, just to say, hey, I'm thinking about you. We both said we didn't want to get ahead of ourselves, but the feelings were so intense. We wouldn't say it, but we both knew we were in love. No, not falling in love. We were in love. We decided we would wait for fall break to meet. You see, her parents live here, where I'm going to school. Cindy was supposed to come home November 1st after lab that morning, but it was canceled. So she was going to go home on Halloween. I was going to have dinner with her and her parents. She said she didn't like scary movies, but she would watch it with me if I held her hand. But Halloween didn't go as planned. One of her friends had car trouble, so Cindy offered to take her home, which was kind of out of the way. 
and their friend had a late class so Cindy and I wouldn't be having dinner with their parents. Then they had traffic and the friend's mother wanted Cindy to stay and eat something. She finally texted me she was leaving and would text me as soon as she was home. When she texted later, she still wasn't home. There had been a terrible wreck on the interstate, but it was almost cleared away. She asked me if I would go wait for her at her parents' house. She said she needed a hug from me when she got home. I didn't have trouble finding the house. It was at the very end of a dead-end street. It looked pretty nice, although it seemed to be set apart from the other houses and surrounded by darkness. The window blinds were open, so they could see me approaching and I could see them. They seemed a little upset. I thought maybe I should go, you know, wait in the car until Cindy drove up. But they were walking to the front door and by the time I got there, Cindy's father opened it. Cindy's mother was standing behind him. Hi, I'm Charlie, Cindy's boyfriend. Uh, Cindy said you were expecting me? No. 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 Cindy's mother shouted. It was almost like she was screaming. She ran off crying, and I had no idea what was going on. Son, you better come inside and sit down, her father said. So I went into their living room with him and sat on the couch. Something wasn't right, and I thought they might have a problem with me for a minute. Cindy's father spoke quietly in a strange voice. Cindy died eight years ago on Halloween night. And for the past seven years, every Halloween, a different young man has showed up at our door telling us that he's Cindy's boyfriend. And she sent him here to wait for her. I must have been in shock because I couldn't say anything. This couldn't be possible. Uh, Cindy was real. I knew she was real. I didn't know what he was talking about. But he just sat there patiently. He looked sad. Like like he was waiting for bad news. I just sat there not knowing what to say. And then my phone chimed, which literally oh, made me jump. I never been so frightened by a noise like that before. Go ahead. Look at your text, Cindy's father said. The texts were from Cindy. And as I looked at it, her father said the words out loud without even looking at my phone. Tell my mom and dad I love them. The Vanishing Texter was presented by the Malvern Community Theater. Malvern Long Island, New York. Starring Michael Pagano as the narrator, Bruce Libby as the father, and Colleen Comerford as the mother. Directed, produced, and edited by David Coonan. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bad Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before... 
Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine Cowlick t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these Cowlicks coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get Cowlick mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlick design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop. 